Welcome back, team, to another episode of Beautiful Dust Specs, a podcast designed to teach you that the ordinary is truly extraordinary. I'm your host, Alex Hofeld. You bring the curiosity. I'll bring the science. Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back, team, to another episode of Beautiful Dust Specs. I'm your host, Alex Hofelt. I'm a science teacher. I'm a fitness instructor. I'm a speaker. I try and be into as many things as humanly possible because I am human, we are human, and we can do whatever the heck we want to do. So this show is about us using our curious minds to expand our understanding of the now, to look around us, to see around us, to think about what is around us, to find a new angle to be motivated and happy and healthy in life. And that's what this does. Science for me throughout my entire life has been a motivational tool. The deeper I have gone down the rabbit hole of understanding science, the more motivated, happy, and healthy it's made me want to be, feel, and interact with the world. It's made me see things. It's made me feel things in a whole new light. We are surrounded by ordinary moments that within those layers of ordinary are truly extraordinary ideas, thoughts, feelings, and emotions. That's what we're here to do. All you got to do is just bring a little curiosity, bring an open mind. I'll bring the knowledge. I'll bring the spin. I'll bring the words. And we can go on a little journey. We can just kind of embark on this and see where it takes us. Each episode, I never quite fully understand where it's going to go. I get a little smidgen in my head, a little idea. I try and make it relevant to what's going on. A lot of times it's what's being discussed or what comes up in my classes as I teach high school astronomy and biology. But there's there's countless things. There's an infinite infinite possibilities of things to understand, to touch the feel, and to internalize into us. So hopefully after this show, after every show, you get a little smidge, a little something new, a little whiff of a new idea that makes you just... Just even smirk or smile or just giggle for just a slight second. Maybe it changes your whole idea and puts you on a whole new path, a whole new journey. Maybe it gets you out of a little funk, a little depression you were in when you can sit back and start to feel and understand what it is to truly be human, to truly be you, to be present, to be made of stardust energized by starlight. So that's what we're going to be talking about. This week we're actually going to talk about gratitude, kind of take a little spin on the good old Thanksgiving and talk about gratitude, the science of gratitude, and then some science-based gratitudes we can do as we embark on our new gratitude journal that I'll recommend for you guys. So before we get going in that though, I do want to tell you guys about Studio. It's a cool headphone company that I've been hooked up with. I've been partnered up with these guys. They have a promo code DUSTSPECS15 that'll get you 15% off their gear, which is a great time, a great thing right now. They actually had 25% off their Black Friday sale uh, a couple of days ago, I guess, on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So check check out Studio. They are a really cool company. They design headphones that are both great to listen to and great to look at and really comfortable to wear. They got a good vibe. They got a cool idea. It's a Swedish-based company, kind of given a Swedish Swedish technological, you know, engineering-based vibe. It just, they look great. They feel great. They work well. They're a great, cool company that support me, so I support them. And check them out. We, My fiance and I use them every single day. We use them all the time. We love the headphones. They're great. So Studio, Dustbeck 15, check them out and listen to some sweet podcasts, music, audiobooks, whatever you got here. All right, so that's Studio, and we're going to move on with our show here. So I thought of the idea of this week's show because I actually am very fascinated by this. I almost, I am, I am also a registered yoga instructor. I'm working on some things to a start a new podcast, and also to hopefully down the road be able to somewhat integrate and create my own mindfulness curriculum. I think students these days need so much more health, happiness, and wellness. They need this. It's what's called social emotional learning. We even actually have standards as educators called social emotional learning standards.
standards to get these kids to kind of get out of their minds, get out of their heads, get out of their bodies a little bit and just take a moments, take little little times to appreciate themselves because if you know adults are humans, if we lose and lose if we lose gratitude and lose appreciation of what it means to be us, it's very difficult to gain traction in anything that we truly do. It's it's hard to care about stuff. It's hard to feel when we don't feel feelings, when we don't understand the the work of that. Whatever thing you're feeling right now, whatever emotion is in you or around you or you've been dealing with for the last couple of days, that is a complex neurological structure. That is cascades of different neurotransmitters, neuro everything that is creating this thing that we call a feel. And the cool thing about being human is you can acknowledge it. You can be like, I feel hungry. I feel sad. I feel depressed. I feel happy. I feel stoked. I feel, you know, anxious. Mine is always anxious. I have a tendency to fall into anxiety really quickly here. This episode's actually really fun for me. I was almost not going to record it today because I had a rough day at school. And if any of you guys are teachers out there, you'll know this. But those of you guys that are not, we deal with, you know, constant children. I, I teach like 150 kids a day, 300 in a cafeteria, you know, you name it. And each day, there, there's certain days you go in a teacher where the kids just kind of each hour just flicks you. Sometimes an hour will be a bummer, second or third or fourth, they'll be a bummer. But then first and seventh can pick you up. But other, there's other days where the kids just get a vibe and they just they just kind of flick you all day. And you have to sit back at the end of the day and breathe and not throw in the towel and just become another teacher burnout statistic. So well, this episode, I promise you, I know in my heart, it's going to make me feel better. So hopefully it'll come out as we get going here. So the cool thing about gratitude, gratitude drastically integrates with, you know, just feeling gracious to something, drastically integrates into Eastern Eastern and Western philosophies. It's really fun and, and interesting as a yogi, as somebody who's kind of dabbles in the Eastern world yet, is very trained in science and has a hard time fall, falling into anything that doesn't follow the scientific method. However, the East is meeting the West now, or the West is meeting the East, however you want to think about it. All these old traditions like gratitude, like loving kindness meditation, like meditation, meditation, like prayer, any of these things that have been said to help out humans for such a long time is now getting traction. So the science of gratitude has really taken taken hold in the last few years here. I found some really amazing studies. There was a study by Robert Edmonds, a PhD out of the University of California, Berkeley, and his colleague Mike McConnell. Uh, McCule of University of Miami. I feel like I've actually probably talked about this on another episode. I know I've done episodes on this. This was that study where they took multiple groups and five of the pe- one group was just told to journal, but they were told to journal about things that they focus focus their energy on things that made them happy or they had gratitude or they called them blessings, whatever. They had another group that was what just said to journal on five things that were bothering them, little hassles throughout the day, and then five that were just shown to that were just said just journal about five things whatever you want, really given no guidance. And it turned out that the people that were given the gratitude prompt were 25%. They they reported correlation and causation, but they reported being 25% happier than the hassle group. And it actually showed that they worked out. They had like they had an average of 1.5 extra hours of uh, exercise a week, which is kind of crazy to think on. So it just shows these things, you know, and there's all kinds of studies that show it. This practicing gratitude gives you less illness, you know, less overall. It gives you like a greater sense of accomplishment, a greater sense of awareness. It actually, it, there's other studies showing that it not only made the people more gra- gracious, but it made them more gracious of others and more willing to help people find and attempt to 
to locate some gratitude in their daily lives. Because remember, man, the daily lives are crazy. We live in a messed up world. We live in a world of chaos, wonder, and change. And that's nature. When you deep go deep into the evolution of the universe and evolution of ecology and all this, you know, changes everything to us. Chaos breeds evolution. Chaos breeds adaptation. So if we get into it and we fall into the soup and we only focus on the here and the now of the of the bummers, of the badnesses, those become a part of us and we become wired to it. We're almost like a lightning rod. We're conducive to it. And that sounds really woo-woo, but the cool side of this is that this all comes back to like my favorite thing to ponder and process and do episodes on right now is neuroplasticity. Science is showing now, giving tangible evidence that we are malleable, that our brain wires up daily, instantly, moment to moment, new connections are changed. Remember, we talked way early on in the episode in my in like probably one of the top 10 at first 10 episodes of what our brain is consist of. It can it's consist of billions upon billions of neurons. Of, I'm sorry, of cells. The cells don't replicate though. They don't really go through mitosis like like the cells of your body kind of constantly going into replication and death and disorder and like just kind of recycling. They change. They're they're there for your entire life. That's why it's like bad to kill brain cells. You know, we've all had our mom tell us that kind of stuff, which is always funny. Hey mom, how you doing? And what we got going, what we have going on now is we know that these brain, these neurons just, they, they create neural connections. They create pathways through the dendrites and, and the neurons and the dendrites to linking up new neural transmitter pathways. And when you can do this, it's countless. It's, it's infinite amounts of times. So neuroplasticity shows us and the science is showing that we are wired up to our, our understanding of the now, really. If you're immersed in love of somebody, that love is a part of your mind. You, you know, you have a bully and anger, hatred towards something or someone. And that is a part of your mind. So that seems pretty crazy. And it shows the connections of all of us. And I think I, one thing, one of the greatest things science can teach us is that it, when you deeply understand science, you get a very more intensive understanding of how connected we all are. And for me, science has led me on a journey that makes it very hard to be racist, to be homophobic, to think of anyone around me as anything other than this you know, amazing ball of stellar debris going through the same things. You know, the, the old, the old tr uh, quote that can't be traced back to anybody, I believe, is be kind for all or fighting a, for all are fighting a similar battle or a great battle. It's quoted many different times, but be kind for all are fighting a great battle is an interesting, really cool way to look at it. We all experience the human condition in different ways. That's why it's called the human condition. Each of our own neuroplastic journeys is our own journey. It's our own story, our own origin tale. It's all connected. It's all intertwined. It's all interwoven to the fabric of the cosmos. And it has the most amazing story ever. If you go back to like, not only the origin story of you and the species and the earth and the sun, go all the way back to the dawn of time itself, seeing the immense amount of events that have taken place to get your atoms to be the thing called Alex, to be the thing called you, it makes you experience your experience. It makes you appreciate your experiences in a different way. And it makes you understand and really appreciate your neuroplastic journey that you're on. But the cool thing I like about neuroplasticity now is that they're showing us and seeing and we're understanding that it's like if you don't use it, you lose it. And we've talked about this, where it's like the mind and body. The mi the body is 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 as if it's the roads that the cars will go down. The cars being the mind, really being the electrical, chemical neurons, the neurotransmitters of yourself. So a car cannot drive down a road that doesn't exist. And if a car and if a road is very wide open and very strong in foundation, and the other ones are blocked up or don't exist, your 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 mind has to take that road. Neuro say that road is anger, you know, aggression, depression, bummerness, whatever it may be, that road, if you can bring your awareness away from that and try and bring your awareness 
excuse me, bring your awareness into, you know, something happier, something healthier, something better for you to think and feel, you're going to create a new road. Not only do you create a new road that your mind and the car can go down, if you ignore and, and travel less on the other road, that road will decay, wither, and disappear. So that's an immense power. If you really think on that, that shows how wonderful mindfulness is and shows us how much gratitude we could really have for how we're feeling right now. So as before we get into the, gra- you know, before we go into like my little science rant on gratitude here, sharing you with you what I find and one of the, th- the big things I go to when it comes to gratitude is this is a powerful statement to make that if we can use our awareness, which we have, the most conscious creature, if not maybe the only conscious creature on the planet, the one that can think about thinking and have thoughts on thoughts and stuff, you know, that's us. We can sit here now and just take a moment to think how we're feeling and kind of embrace it. And my fiance always likes to bring up the idea. She's, she's training to be a life coach. She's going to be wonderful at it. She keeps bringing up these ideas of, okay, you feel X. Does that benefit you at all? Most of the time, a lot of the stuff that if it's an emotion that we feel, you know, obligated to share with someone around us, it's usually in the negative. It's that negativity bias that that humans, that humans go to. And science has proven this negativity bias, that negative things, negative events, ideas, emotions will stick with you way longer longer than something that is, you know, happy. And I always, I always laugh at this because this is like video games to me. I go and I play Destiny. I have a PvP round and I crush and I'm on the top board. I'm like, sweet, that's how it's supposed to be. And I click to the next game. But if that game, the next one, I get crushed and I'm on the bottom and I can't find my rhythm and I can't get any of my my kills, my KD goes down. I get all bummed out, totally forgetting the round beforehand that was a great round, focusing entirely on the negative round. And that's a crazy thing. So I got a little digress there. But back to this idea of what we can control. So you can sit in the soup or you can try and eat the soup or throw the soup out or make a new soup and your mind will change. So all the good things about you right now, all the bad things about you are wired into you. So that's a moment to be great, you know, have gratitude and have compassion for yourself that whatever you feel right now is not because you are X, Y, or Z. It's just because you're wired that way. The thing that, the, that, that it's silly to beat yourself up over that. What I think is sillier is that if we don't attempt to change it, you know, we don't attempt to acknowledge this and be have gratitude for ourselves but then go on this little journey of trying to you know make ourselves different you know make a, make us make us feel a different way change our neural chemistry change our neural pathways and control ourselves so that's where gratitude can come into play here and thanksgiving is about you know giving thanks and i don't know how many families actually do that mine doesn't do it too often where we list the things we're we we're, we're thankful for i always attempt to try and do it in my brain but it's not always the easiest mostly i'm just focusing on turkey and you know good old apple pie, but Thanksgiving's a little bummer now because I'm going on this crazy health kick and I'm trying to folk, you know, come back from, I actually got adrenal fatigue from when I ran that marathon I did an episode on. So I've been going through this whole journey all year and I, I'm very allergic to gluten, it turns out. So, you know, I can beat myself up over that or I can just be like, hey, it is what it is and I'm lucky and happy and healthy enough that I can afford to get a health coach and the supplements I need to be an energized person. You know, I've talked about this. That was a big hurdle in my podcast and a big, a big glitch in where do these episodes go, this huge hiatus I've taken from like episode 45 on is because I've really been struggling with life energy and stuff like that. It's not an excuse. It's just, it is what it is. So we're going to be great. We're going to have gratitude for the episodes that have been before. And we've, I have gratitude for the fact that I started this dream I've had for a long time. So anyways, that's going to kind of get into where I wanted to go with this here. I want you guys to, now that you have an understanding of gratitude and graciousness, you can in, integrate a gratitude practice really rapidly. And all it takes is you just sit down, open up, take a piece of scratch paper or an actual journal. I have a little journal that I go back and forth with that I attempt to be my 
gratitude journal. And you just sit down in the morning when you're ready, drinking your buttered coffee, drinking whatevs, and you just simply just write down things you're great you have gr- you have gratitude for. You know, and I they can you can be three to five. I kind of just go. I just do it until I get over it. And it could be simple as like the feeling of my dog on my lap, the wonderfulness of this of this coffee, my beautiful fiance next to me, my wonderful house. You know, all these things. But what's kind of fun for me, and if I really start kicking through it and really start thinking, I actually enjoy gratitude the most when it comes into the my body. You know, thinking of these ideas, I have a t- immense gratitude for the science of myself. So I just listed a few of these things here and I, I had my little surface out and I was just kind of dabbling through and I went through a ton of these. I'm just going to kind of, I just want to share some of them with you. So one of the things I love most about humans and I, I get, I have gratitude for all of this is none of this would take place without my brain. This immense soup of neurological connections that can be wired up and fired up in many different ways, can think about itself, can ponder the universe, can personify and write poetry language, art, beauty can feel and express things like love, you know, and that relates directly next to the thing I sometimes think about my heart, the heart that we have this, you know, poetic kind of envision of, but really all it is, is it's this immense ball of muscle, this four chambered system, the love dubs just pumping, forcing blood throughout my entire massive thing. And I actually wrote down as well, my vascular system in this insane neurological, crazy highway of veins and arteries, just, you know, with these systolic pressure is a back pressure, many little valves, constantly pumping blood throughout every square inch of my body, back to the lungs, back to the heart, back to the lungs, to the body, to the heart, this four-chambered, beautiful figure-eight method that this four-chambered hearts make, constantly giving oxygen to the rest of my body. You know, a crazy thing when you get down into that, one of the things I love most, and I I have gratitude now more so than ever because I've been doing this, is I've been discussing a lot the gut biome. You know, it's kind of crazy. You can sit down and you can have some gratitude for these tiny little microbes within you. Bacteria always gets this bad rap. You guys have within you about a five pound ball of bacterium. You can almost think of it as like an alien. It's this, it's like a little pet. It's a little homie. It's a symbiotic relationship. What it's doing is it's sitting inside your gut, down your digestive system. It's really on you, in you, all around you. Bacteria is just, if you haven't researched bacteria and you want to go down a rabbit hole of awesome cutting edge health, just research biomes, the gut biome the relationship between bacteria and humans and it's it's impossible not to have gratitude these little tiny creatures are pretty much doing the majority of the digestion for us a tiny little alien that we have given that we just feed and it breaks down the food and gives us byproducts and we live within this beautiful you know symbiotic relationship but it can go for bad or for good so we can have some gratitude for it and we can express it and we can feed it the things that it needs to feed because then the next thing I was I wrote down is digestion you guys have this amazing tube in you that I've been actually looking at some new new ideas about how the tube itself is almost it's like outside your body your digestive system is outside so everything you put in is then going to immerse and go through the rest of your system it's going to go and become a part of you me and, and and us that's amazing you can take a cheeseburger ram it into your face chew masticate swallow and your body will just do it it just has it it'll just take it over it's just going to go you know what oh you know what Hofeld? I got this I'm going to break down the pe- I'm going to break down the fats the proteins the lipids, the carbs, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to sit there and be like, okay, I gotta gotta move it over here. Ooh, gotta get that, get the chyme going here, get some hydrochloric acid. Nope. Your body's just like, I got you. I'm gonna turn this food into you. I'm gonna take this food, I'm gonna turn it into energy and growth for you to do other things that you love doing. So that's awesome when you think about this. And these kind of come back into the autonomic nervous system. This was another one I wrote down. Just this, your heart is the autonomic nervous system. Think of auto. This nerves that are just going. Your heart just constantly pumping. You don't have to 
waste brain power on breathing and heart pumping and digestion and all this. Your body will take that over for you. You have this skeletal muscular system. You have smooth and cardiac that run these ideas. Whole sections of your brain designed to just let your body do what your body's going to do. And that's amazing. We have our motor skills. It relates to we have fine, fine and gross motor skills. You know, we can take these big motions. Sometimes I just have gratitude for my body's ability to move. You ever take a ball and throw it and really ponder all the neurological connections and highways and amazingness that is your ability to throw it. You just grasp it, reach back, and just without thinking too hard, your body goes through this, you know, crazy collection of movements and just knows the proper force and release point to give it to, you know, play catch with your dad or something. That's awesome. I love it too when you think about just the the concepts of proprioception. You know me, I'm a movement coach. It's one of my things I love doing. Mobility, yoga, motion, CrossFit, running, you name it. Uh, gymnastics is this idea of proprioception. My body and my brain have this idea of knowing where I am in space. And that's crazy. You don't think that's a big deal, but you know, you kind of know where your hand is. Your body has this awareness of where and how your body is moving in this kind of three-dimensional world that we live in. It's called proprioception. You know, another thing that can't really go down without all this is, is, is it's kind of really in no shape or form. It's a little ranty, but I was just kind of just seeing where it would take me. I always, I also have gratitude for language. I have gratitude for language and hearing, my my five senses really. My you know, not only taste and feel, I have language and and, and sound. I can move and flex vocal cords, resonate in my vocal box, and to create airwaves that will transfer through this amazing atmosphere. Notice I'm not even talking about the gratitude of the planet and the solar system and the cosmos. I'm focusing just simply on us for this episode. There's a lot more in this brain if you want more. You know, this idea of this language, I can send my emotions from the black black box of my mind out into the ether and share it with the people around me. And that language will go through their ears, through their system, through their cochlear, bending and flexing these tiny little hairs, releasing neural receptors in different pitches, tones, and turning, you know, sound waves into fluid liquid waves to then be able to take my emotions and share them with you. Take my voice, put it into a microphone, put it into your iPod and give it to your brain. And now it is a part of you, man. Every time you listen to my episodes, I am now a part of you because your brain has gone through neural plasticity of this conversation we're having right now. So that's awesome when we think of it. And I was also thinking, I wrote down taste because I was thinking of good old Thanksgiving, the beauty of taste. Taste is great. Taste allows us to, you know, have these wonderful senses and sensations and love the things that we're eating. Taste is also good because it tells us what we should and shouldn't eat, which is a cool thing. I also wrote down sight. Think about your ability to see. Think about your ability to hear and see. And it, it sounds it sounds intense, but sometimes with gratitude journaling, I like to think about what it, what it would be like if I couldn't do that. Close your eyes and just imagine, you know, the whole world that you would lose. And if you and if you have eyesight problems, you know, it, it just I'm sure you understand what I'm saying. And you're not to mention your body will adapt and change it to some other guard. You know, and I'm not trying to offend anyone who can't see. It's just I'm talking about what I'm grateful for. And I'm telling you, I'm very grateful for my sight. Although I'm colorblind, I'm red green colorblind, meaning that my crazy little cones, you have a red, a green and a blue. My red and green are merged together as one. So I have a third less of the color spectrum you stupid color blindness i'm just kidding i'm being grateful it's not stupid it's my eyes it's my colors it's my world that i live in so now the last couple here that really kind of drive it home for me 
me is, you know, these ideas of my like mitosis, meiosis, cellular replication, the things that cells do, the fact that I am made of a, I'm a machine of a hundred trillion working parts that is just a pretty much a factory to allow ATCG base pairs of DNA to turn into mRNA to be synthesized into proteins. My body can take 20 amino acids and build a countless infinite amounts of proteins to allow me to have the structure and function to get to do the things that I love doing. And that's awesome. That system of protein must be run and adapted because of this concept of cellular respiration. So every single day, our respiratory system, that diaphragm, inhaling and exhaling, dropping down, expanding up, sucking in massive amounts of oxygen into our system. You breathe to give yourself energy. You breathe to run cellular respiration in your mitochondria, which may be, again, mitochondria is totally worthy of gratitude. These tiny little things that are the reason why we are a multicellular awesome machine is the, the they may even be an alien. We did the episode on endosymbiosis early on, the fact of where these mitochondria came from, and they actually may be, you know, bacterium outside of ourselves. They actually have their own set of RNA. They have their own set of DNA. They're, it's so unique. It's such an awesome thing. But we inhale every time to allow this energy to really give us energy, and that energy is used to run things like protein synthesis to keep us to build. You're this beautiful body, but you're in a beautiful state of chaos. You're in a beautiful state of breakdown and decay. We need to keep replenishing, repairing, adapting, feeding it, you know? And on the biggest scale that I really love here, like I was going to kind of drive it home here, you know, photosynthesis and cellular respiration are two things worthy of tattoos on your arm. We live in a world tailored for life. And it's, it, there's really cool theories out there on like, we think of earth is tailored for life where it may actually be life tailored earth for life. So speaking of respiration, every exhalation I give is CO2. It is this, it's a gas that would make me die a horrific death. However, we're surrounded by photosynthesizers, these tiny little plants that actually go forth and suck in that CO2 and not only exhale and respirate O2 for my body to inhale later on, it also produces sugar, which gets you into like the final thing to understand, a couple of things to understand here. The two most greatest, gracious things I think on is the fact that I am run by starlight. Every ounce of energy in me, all of the energy that I am using to transfer into this microphone to, you know, keep my brain functioning, my mouth moving, my vocal cords flexing, my hands talking, if you could see me here, you know, all of it, even the even the, the energy running my computers in front of me right now, this microphone in front of me, was at one time starlight. Some way, shape, or form, all energy and all phrases on this globe came from the sun, synthesized through photosynthesis, through the plants, through the bacteria, to the not the bacteria, sorry, to the protists and to the fungus. I take it back. Fungus don't do photosynthesis either. They're they're heterotrophs as well. Sorry. But you know, you know what I'm saying here. This this idea that all of the sunlight, that all of the energy in us was at once starlight is just an amazing thing. And the final thing that really drives it home for me is this idea of thermonuclear synthesis. And I've talked about this countless times. I have a poster right next to me of Carl Sagan's quote, we are all made of star stuff. You are a ball of intergalactic stellar debris. That's what we are. Every atom in you, and except for some hydrogen in the, a lot of the hydrogen in the water that came from the Big Bang, the singularity, the most biggest unknown itself, was created in the cores of stars through eons, generations, millennia of novas. And like I talked about last week, kilonovas, countless 
countless things. The iron in our blood was formed from mega stars going through mega death. We are a collection of starlight, energized by star matter, that can do and touch and experience all these different things to be whatever it is we want to be. We are a malleable ball of clay, a neuroplastic ball that can learn new skills, learn new ideas, have new relationships. We can spin the things around us to feel better about what we are. And it does. I, I don't know. I hope that you feel better about this. I had a rough day today. I truly did. I'm not complaining, but I feel good right now. I feel great because I've taken a moment. I've taken 27 minutes here to focus on things totally worth focusing on. If you're going to take your energy and put it into anything, you know, embrace the science within and the science that's around you. Feel these connections and really enjoy the story. Enjoy the ride. Embrace the chaos. It's a 13.7 billion year story of total complete chaos of randomness and of connections. So just before you go here, take a deep breath, feel your ability to feel, think about your ability to think, and just love your ability to love. You know, the neuroplasticity, the neurochemistry of you. Love is a chemical concoction. Those chemicals are star energy or star or stardust, all of them interwoven, intertwined, intermingled through this thing that you get to call you. You get to borrow the energy, borrow the matter, borrow the stardust for a tiny little fraction of time called our life. And then in the end, we'll be recycled and replenished back into the earth, which isn't so bad for me. So take a second, focus on this. I Hopefully I didn't talk too fast. It's hard for me to really, you know, slow down my words when I get excited about this, but just pick a couple of things. Start a gratitude journal tomorrow. Try it for a day. Just go ahead and just, you know, just take a couple moments to jot down some things you're grateful for at the beginning, maybe at the end, maybe throughout the day. Every once in a while, I'll do it in the middle. Maybe take a second and, you know, take a little dustback challenge here and focus on something, you know, focus on your ability to focus, you know, have gratitude for your ability to hold the pen and just simply write the words. Have gratitude for your mind's ability to just, you know, hold and flip a page and think of language, you know, whatever it may be. I'm sure you have. If you're a longtime listener to the show, I'm sure there are aspects of science that you enjoy the most. Take a second to really appreciate them. And I'm telling you, you're going to be a happier, healthier, intergalactic, walking, talking, thinking, feeling, beautiful dustbeck. And you're going to love it. And I love you. So I hope you enjoyed this show. And I will talk to you guys soon. Peace. All right, guys, hopefully you enjoyed that episode. That was a fun one. It really made me feel good, made me feel better to experience and share it with you guys. Remember, before you go, you can check out Studio headphones now, studio.com. Use the promo code DUSPECS15, and that'll get you 15% off your first order. They're great wireless earphones, wireless over, over the ears. They, they work well. They're beautiful. They sound great, and they're a really cool company. Try and give them some, give them a, give them some support. Use the code. Finally, if you guys want to reach out to me, which I always love, it fills me with beyond immense gratitude. I save every email that has ever been sent to me from my beautiful Dustbeck fans, and I reread them quite often, to be honest with you. I get I read them before I before an episode to get pumped up. I definitely read the reviews. A genuine review written on iTunes means the world to me. Not only that, it helps raise raise it and you know get going out there, because I do have aspirations to grow this and grow the podcasting. My mission in life is to be a speaker. So if you guys ever know anybody who ever does need speaking or can spin or needs, you know, a motivation, a kind of mindfulness kind of idea, anything like that, that you know of somebody who needs speakers out there, I would love to give the opportunity to grab the mic. So that's great. Reach out to me at beautifuldustbecks at, at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, rate and review it on, on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher, whatever you got. Enjoy the ride here, people. Be grateful, be happy, be you, be healthy. Love you. Peace. <laughs>